Now, a lot of people think that they can't use a Roth because they think, hey, I'm retired now. The rules are I can't use a Roth. But those Roth conversions are a way that pretty much allow almost everybody to utilize a Roth IRA for their benefit. Back by popular demand, maybe, we're diving into the finer details of Roth IRA conversions. As a follow-up to episode 11, we talk about the timing of moving your savings from pre-tax traditional IRAs into a Roth IRA. Roth IRAs grow tax-free, but the ouch, of course, is that you're being taxed in the here and now. So timing is everything. Josh also explains the factors that must be analyzed when developing a smart Roth IRA conversion strategy. And finally, are you feeling a little unclear about the finer details of going with a Roth IRA conversion versus sticking with your traditional IRA? Well, Josh and I frame the decision in terms of weight loss and the pay it now or pay it later reality of managing good health. So put down the pudding cake and join the fun because this is the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Your host, Josh Brennell, is the owner and founder of FSR Wealth Strategies in Elmhurst, Illinois. For the last 18 years or so, he's been helping people just like you thrive in their retirement. And me, I'm Dave, Josh's co-host, longtime friend, and financial project. I'm here to keep Josh from getting too technical on you. And now, let me, let you, let me end this introduction so you can enjoy the show. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. Josh, um, good afternoon, friend. Hi, buddy. Um, hey, Dave. Yeah. You're wearing the same shirt you were in episode whatever, 11. It's because I slept here last night. <laughs> um, I did get a comment from your friendly staff. I walked in this morning and they said, Dave, you're wearing another collared shirt. And I said, yeah, it is number two of two. I thought I was wearing the only one I owned at the client event on Tuesday. Turns out I had another one in the closet sitting there, probably from high school. <laughs> it still fits you. It still fits. It's huge. It's super baggy. Um, and this brings us to a really important point, Josh. This weekend, Carla put in our calendar an hour to go shopping at Kohl's for me to buy sh- like nice shirts for when we do podcasts. Oh, Carla, God bless you. Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing walking in here with T-shirts. I actually owe you an apology. Oh. Um. At the client event on Tuesday, yeah, I, I introduced you, and I didn't. There was no background. There was no setup. I just made fun of what you were wearing. Yeah, and the people who listen to the podcast would understand that. Sure, but there was a lot of people there that had never heard of the podcast before. Yeah. Now we told them about it, we but did. I made fun of you in front of them for what you were wearing. Sure, and I actually felt bad afterwards. What? Yeah. Now the setup mm. wasn't there. If I would have set it up ahead of time and told them. The people who were there, you know, 
how how awesome you are as a person, but how mm. terrible your clothing choices are. Yeah, they would have been okay with it, but I wouldn't have felt so bad. You know, and I think I'm just it rolled off me like water on a frog. Um, <laughs> Don't you love when you start an analogy? Yeah, and you're like, all right, it. what am I gonna <laughs> go with here? I think just based on my decades of self-deprecation, I'm like, he's right. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you can't offend me, by the way. Also, this is like the third client event I've attended, and each time you've introduced me. And so I think for a portion of the room, they, they kind of know who I am to you and to yeah. the whole setup. That is so, true. I just, I, you know, there was some guilt that well, came in there. Well, I appreciate so. that. I appreciate that. What I'm <clears throat> really interested in is this hashtag tax nerd, because that is something I threw out there a few episodes ago. And you wrote this for our little kind of show notes here. Can you tell me more about this? So I haven't told you this story yet. And the we've already talked about how my kids and I like to listen to the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast in the car. And it's it's it's, it's kid appropriate. It's family friendly show. Um, I don't know why they'd care about Roth IRAs or taxes, <laughs> but there are brettles. Um so we were driving, it was a a Saturday morning and it was soccer morning. And so my daughter had a game and then my boys had a game a little bit after. So we all went to my daughter's game and then um, I took the boys over to their game. We're driving across town and I said, guys, there's a new retirement equals freedom podcast. Do you want to listen to it? And of course, like, yeah, of course, dad. And I love those kids. They're so awesome. So in the beginning of the episode, we're talking about the kids like I, we have in prior episodes and I was talking about how Alex talks about or asked me at nighttime to tell him about taxes. Right. And I actually had another funny story about that one. But um, you made the comment and you go, hashtag tax nerd. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And Alex thought that was so <laughs> funny. I mean, at first he looked at me like, Dad, why are you making fun of me on the podcast? <laughs> but then he thought that was so funny. And so throughout his whole soccer game, he'd look over at me and go, hashtag tax nerd. And like all day long in my oh. family, everyone would call each other, hashtag tax nerd. Oh, so, so cool. Um, in our um, in our Retirement Equals Freedom Facebook group, we'll have to yeah. make sure we get the hashtag tax nerd uh, uh, going there. You know what we should do as a summer project and maybe add it to your family's bucket list that Zach and Al and Maggie and maybe Landon design a t-shirt with hashtag tax nerd on it and we can sell it and we can give all money to her like a charity. Maggie would love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she designs whatever she can, yes. but, uh, that'd be really cool. A swag if, we could, store. if we could do that. Um, We'll get a hashtag tax nerd t-shirt. <laughs> so I was telling that story to my my parents. And um, once again, that night we're laying, Alex, laying with Alex in bed and hashtag tax nerd came up. We were laughing about it. And he says to me, well, dad, you know, taxes are on stuff that you have to buy, right? Mm. I said, well, buddy, those are actually sales taxes. What I'm talking about on the podcast are income taxes. And that's taxes on money that you earn. And it was like his mind was just blown. <laughs> oh, no. Like he's like, oh my God. He goes, Are there any other types of taxes? <laughs> oh, so cool. I said, Yeah, well, there's use taxes and property taxes. <laughs> so he comes down and he's at my parents' house or something the, the following day, and he starts telling my dad about the different types of taxes. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, he's eight years old. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be so well prepared. For life. <sighs> or or he's going to learn disappointment at an early age, one of the two. <laughs> now, one tax you talked about early on in one of our episodes 
was the dad tax. So I would have loved that story. Oh, daddy tax. I love the story about Al coming to tell, tell your dad about taxes. I think what make this epic, though, is if your dad introduced the grandpa tax to Al, and so whatever snack he was eating, Cheez-Its, Goldfish, grandpa would be like, grandpa tax, take a handful of snacks and eat them. I think Alex would just look at him like, what are you <laughs> doing? Like, the, listen, grandpa, I like taxes and all, but I don't like this tax. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to spend a, 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 some time with my parents coming up here. Well, if uh, if my father gets to hear this podcast before that, I'm sure Grandpa Tax is coming. <laughs> Love it. So, cool. Alex, if you're listening to this and Grandpa takes something from you, it's because Dave told him to. That's right. So you're good. That's 100% right. But Cool. No, it was fun. And uh, if, uh, if you hear us around the house going, hashtag tax nerd, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Love it. So cool. Dave, how many minutes in have we not mentioned today's actually, you know what? We actually have mentioned today's topic so far. We we did mention it. We were at seven and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Not, we are terrible. Well, this episode, um, I actually wanted to do kind of a part two of our prior episode. And um, because Roth IRAs were so riveting, riveting that I thought, you know what? We should do a second part to that. And I I clearly remember um after that episode, you were distraught. You went into like the fetal position, like, I didn't talk enough about conversions. Oh, I oh <laughs> so I uh spoiler alert, we're talking about Roth conversions. <laughs> um Oh, can I just mention? I because I, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I gotta get this out there. K cup, not commentier coffee. Commentier, I'm coming for you. I need your coffee. All right, continue. <laughs> That's why you're in the fetal position. <laughs> no, it, so in my we have a, a rule in our office that whenever you identify a problem and you ask somebody for help, you have to have a potential solution. Your solution may be wrong. That's okay. But you have to have a potential solution. I don't just want to hear about problems. I want to hear about how you think you're going to fix them. And so I told everyone how great Roth IRAs are, and but I never told people actually how to use them and how the conversions work and things along those lines. Gosh, so see. for most retirees, they are at a point in their life and we can't change where they're at today. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've gotten to a point and and most retirees aren't thinking about taxes or even Roth IRAs until you know they get to the point where it's too late to save into it. They think they they think in their mind, Oh, I wish I would have done that back when I was forty or right. you know, I wish I would have done that a long time ago. Poor woe is me, I can't do anything about it now. Yeah. Regrets. I've yeah. had a few. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is when you sing things. It's when it becomes a musical mm-hmm. podcast, Dave. I am artsy. Um, so people just kind of think they can't do anything about it. Mm. And I'll actually, for a lot of people, where you are now might be the best thing possible for you. But now you have to look at going forward. And you can't just sit back and relax and, hey, I'm retired. I'm done. Like, no, now it's time to do some serious tax planning. Mm-hmm. So – um, Roth conversions are something you can do to take advantage of your tax situation. So Roth conversions, what are they? 
Roth conversions are when you take money out of your regular traditional IRA and move it to a Roth IRA. Mm. Now, as a recap from last episode, traditional IRAs is money you have yet to pay taxes on. Roth IRA is all money you already have paid taxes on and you'll never pay taxes on again. Correct. Okay. So moving money from your traditional over to your Roth is a taxable event. That money gets added to your income. Okay. Right. But once it's there, it's tax-free forever. In perpetuity. In perpetuity. So why would you do that? Yeah. So what you're doing is you're constantly comparing and you're doing an analysis of paying taxes now versus paying taxes later. Paying taxes now versus paying taxes later. So you have to start with the baseline. Where am I going to be if I don't do it? Mm. And you actually can do tax projections into the future. And so right now, tax rates are where they are. We know in 2026, they go up. Um, let me give you an example here. So people retire in their mid-60s, and they'll think, hey, I got enough money saved up in their savings account, whatever it might be. And they just spend that money down, and all of a sudden, their tax rates are really freaking low. But they get to age 70 and Social Security kicks in and age 72 and the required distributions kick in. And all of a sudden, their income pops back up. Yeah. And that's a time, you know, we know tax rates are going up in 2026. They could go higher. People aren't thinking about that where they are going to have to pay these higher taxes in the future. It felt really good to not pay them right now, but we have these higher taxes in the future. And on top of that, you know, not just the taxes, but it causes Medicare to go up and Social Security right. to be taxed and things right. along those lines. So with a Roth conversion, by paying those taxes now versus into the future, there could be some very real tax benefits. Sure. Um, we use what we call tax bracket management. And tax bracket management is pretty much using your current tax return to your advantage. So for a retiree – there's a lot of advantages they have in a tax return, especially with the tax cuts that are going on right now with the high standard deductions. There's all sorts of things that they can do to take advantage of the current tax situation to benefit them down the road. Oh, okay. But no, tax bracket management just says, hey, we're using, you know, if, if you have the 12% rate available to you, let's use it. Mm. If you've got the 22% rate available to you, maybe we should use this now. So it's that tax bracket management that we're, we're trying to implement into someone's situation. And there's there's some great analysis that we can do. And over your lifetime, it can be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in your pocket that the only difference is how things are taxed. And that's that Roth conversion. So okay. that traditional IRA to that Roth IRA can be extremely powerful. Okay. Now – does that make sense? Makes sense. Yeah, that was no, yeah, that was a deep dive into what they are. What they are. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of people think that they can't use a Roth because they think, hey, I'm retired now. The rules are I can't use a Roth. But those Roth conversions are a way that pretty much allow almost everybody to utilize a Roth IRA cool. for their benefit. All right. So – Does that make sense? Total sense. So why and when would you convert? And and there's some benefits to it. So people can identify, hey, I need to convert or I'm going to do it. And 
we can help you with some analysis of, you know, proper conversions. And there's no, you know, you don't need to convert at 35% if you're going to be in 12% the rest of your life. That's just stupid. Okay. But um, there are reasons to do it now. So, for example, we're in a moment right now when, as we record this in late June of 2022, the stock market's down. Mm. Stock market's down. The S&P 500 is down over 20% for the year so far. And most people agree that it's going to come back up. So when the market is down like this, and if you're holding an asset that you really like, let's, let's use Netflix sure. as an example. Yeah. I'm not suggesting this is not a recommendation by Netflix. Right. This is just as an example. Netflix for the year is down like 70%. Right. Okay? right. Now, if you think Netflix is a great company and it's going to bounce back in the future, it's going to earn all of that 70% back, You know, this could be a great conversion. So let me give you an example. Let's say you own 100 shares of Netflix. Okay. Okay. And it's worth ten dollars. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have ten you have a thousand dollars of Netflix. Mm-hmm. All right. It drops to three dollars. Mm-hmm. And now you only have three hundred dollars in Netflix. So we can convert the three hundred dollars. You're gonna pay taxes on three hundred. Okay. And if you think it's gonna bounce back, now it bounces back to that full hundred that full ten dollars. You just earn that seven hundred dollars tax free. Got it. Okay. Yep. And if you think there's a future into it. So I use that spring example in the past episode, but it's kind of like having right now we have a compressed spring and you only pay taxes on you know how big that spring is. And all of a sudden as you move it over and the spring expands, you've just ex- you've just um, avoided a lot of taxation yeah. on that. Makes sense. So in a down market, Roth conversions can have a lot of, of, uh, of value as long as you believe that those investments are going to come back. Yeah, they'll spring back up. They will spring back up. Um, there's a few things we tell people, though. Um, you have to be careful. There is not an undo button. Mm. Um, oh. So if we do a conversion, it's done. So when you do a conversion, you have to be careful about what it's going to do for your tax rates. You have to be careful what it's going to do for your Medicare cost. You, you have to make those considerations because once you do it, you can't undo it. What you're saying is, unlike our podcast, if I say something ridiculous – we can edit it out. Yeah, or you can't do that with no, conversions. No, I mean you sneeze too loud, and we can edit that. Not not with a conversion. We can't wow. do it. Okay, we used to be able to. And those were the good old days of Roth conversions. Good but, old days. Um, no, we have to be cognizant of of all of the impacts that it has. Did like Congressman or Senator Roth be like, "I'm going to change the rules now"? You know, they had to do it because people were taking advantage of it. Mm. It was we would over convert quite a bit. Okay. So we'll use this example. I told you right now when the stock market's down, um, you want to convert things that are going to grow. Mm-hmm. We would actually double convert. Oh. So we would convert things and we convert some really conservative assets and we convert some really risky assets. Okay. And from the time we converted, if the market went way up, we'd unconvert the conservative assets. Oh, I see. And if the market went down, we'd unconvert the stocks and we'd okay. keep the – so – there was ways to do that Got that aren't there anymore. Got it. So, okay. You know, t- I love telling people about the good old days they can't have anymore. The but, good old days. But it's there. So it's like saying, yeah, we used to be able to get 10 cents a gallon gas, but. We used to get five for five at Arby's. We just drove by the other night. What was, what was it? It was two for six. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but that is far less of a better deal. You know, in a prior episode, this is totally not about Roth conversions. In a prior <laughs> episode, we talked about inflation 
And I was laughing. I was with Dave the other night, and uh, we drove past an Arby's, and we the price for roast beef was two for six. Mm-hmm. When, we, when we talked about it earlier, we used to get fry for five, and mm-hmm. that's when I knew he was really feeling inflation. That's did when you, I knew that it was that, really there. Did you see me roll my window down and point to the side <laughs> yes. as you drove by? <laughs> I was hoping you did. So Amazing. Um, but no, Roth conversions can be extremely beneficial for people. Yeah. Um, but there's some pain that goes with it. No one likes to pay the tax. Yeah. And that's the hard part. Sure. And what you have to realize is that tax is going to be paid no matter what. You just want to pay it as cheap as humanly possible. Right. And this goes back to the if you want to get to your end destination in the best possible way, unfortunately, we're going to have to pay that tax. Yeah. And so um, paying that tax is – is a necess- is necessary. You want to pay more than you have to, but uh, but there's some real benefits to doing that now as opposed to later. So you're saying there are there are things that we should do now as opposed to waiting to do in the future. That is what I'm saying. I need you to hit that button. Oh man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. Oh, I like it. And you know what, friends? I'm going to surprise Josh here. Because it's not only Dave relates to retirees today. It's also Josh relates to retirees. Yeah. (laughs) Your facial expression is great. No, that's not really fair. I mean, my entire life is relating yeah. to retirees, but okay, go ahead. Okay, that's a fair point. Um, Josh relates to Dave relating to retirees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, look, something that um, you and I both should focus on now as opposed to the future is our um, <clears throat> our physical stature. Some people say overweight. I prefer pleasantly plump. But driving here today, every bump I hit on Route 83, I felt the jiggle. And as your friend, Scott and Delaney, what's the last name? Kaler. Scott Kaler, on the beach of your parents' house in Michigan years ago, he was running and he looked over at me and Matt and you and he goes, this is a healthy jiggle, fellas, right? He was a little plump back in the day. This is not a healthy jiggle anymore, Josh. I should be losing weight. Now and not in the future. Can you relate to how I relate? Not only do I relate, I understand exactly what you're saying. Now, my friend Scott, I don't know if you've, you haven't seen Scott in a while. Um, Scott now has a beard like a um, mountain man. I mean, it's literally like down <laughs> to the middle of his chest. Is it red? Is yeah, it- it's red and gray. <laughs> and he now runs Ironman triathlons. What? Mm-hmm. So I uh, – he has lost any pleasant jiggle, and yes. you and I have picked up all of it. Oh, his healthy jiggle. So now, who would win in a race, Scott or Brent? Dun, dun, dun. You know, Scott and Brent are really good friends, and I hope they both listen to this. Yeah. And I'm not going to take sides. Okay. One of the two would lose. That's all I'm going <gasps> to <gonna> say. <laughs> let's relate to this. Yeah, that's please. Let's, please. let's I'm going to jingle you out. Okay. Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. This is the easiest one you've given me. Mm, Thank you. Roth conversions are done 
in order to make the rest of your life better. But Roth conversions are painful because as you do them, you have to pay taxes. And I I will tell the story in workshops sometimes that I am adamant that I get my blood drawn before I go to uh, my physical because I want my doctor to be able to tell me something other than just lose weight. (laughs) I love that story. Yeah. In fact, I'm supposed to have a physical today, this afternoon that I postponed because I haven't had my blood drawn yet. So (laughs) uh, they didn't get the order in in time for Uh, me to get my blood test. So Roth conversions, people don't like paying the tax Mm -hmm. and they just, they just don't enjoy that, which I don't blame them. I don't like it either. But like losing weight or stopping smoking or whatever all those things are that are really healthy for you, this can be an extremely healthy endeavor for your finances. Love it. And there are certain people out there who are so skinny you don't want them to lose weight. Yeah. There are certain people out there who they're in a tax situation that we don't want them doing Roth conversions. Sure. But there's a lot more people like you and I who – could stand to lose quite a bit and will be around longer. The reason we would lose weight is because we want to enjoy our children and live a longer life and not have our knees hurt and maybe play basketball again and do all that fun stuff. The same is true for Roth conversions. You're going to do them because they're going to benefit you in the long term. Oh, man. I kind of feel good after having this conversation. But you know what I feel better about, Josh? Any minute now, we'll be having our food delivered for lunch. And I'll let you tell our listeners, what did you and I order for lunch? Salads. We ordered salads, people. 100%. That is hashtag fact salads. Not sushi, not sandwiches, salads. You know who's going to be the most surprised by that? Who? Our wives. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll take a picture of our salads for people today and we'll post it in the uh, Retirement Equals Freedom Facebook group. We'll do it. And then, you know, oh, it's a good thing we haven't ordered pudding cakes yet because I would just break it up into little pieces and put it on top of the salad (laughs) and be like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, pudding cakes. All right, cool. Roth conversions. You thought it was going to be a short episode. It's it's a it's, it's a good one. It's an okay one. I'm uh, Roth conversions are fun, it, and Roth conversions are something that have to be analyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those things that it is unique to your situation. So, yeah. if you're in the Retirement Equals Freedom Facebook group, let us know. We'd be happy to run an analysis for you. If you've been a client for a long time and you need yours updated do those constantly. If you're not in the Facebook group, you should join us in here, the Retirement Equals Freedom Facebook group. It's it's as much fun as this podcast is, and uh, we promise content for retirees as well as more Dave. You know what, Josh? Do you remember how I wanted to run a contest for free pudding cakes? I have a new contest I'd like to run. Oh, good God. We know of compliance, and you would be okay with this. The first 10 people to request access to your Facebook group, I will record a jingle for them. <laughs> if your name is Olga, you'll get a Olga relates to retirees. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> you, think you think Olga wants that? It doesn't matter. I'll do it and I'll post it in the Facebook group. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. There are so many benefits to joining this group, guys. So many. Uh, I hope uh, I hope you got something out of, of Roth conversions, and I hope you see why we needed two episodes to uh, to get get the Roth the Roth ideals in there. I'll end this by saying, eat more salads and bye bye. Nailed it again. <laughs> <laughs>